This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is finally Thursday. It's been a very long week, and I'm really excited to kickstart this weekend off and kickstarting this weekend. We got a lot in store for you guys on the show. We're talking about the Arab world's first female astronaut, relishing a life-changing opportunity. Yes, indeed. And I'm very excited to talk about this story because I think it's the first appearance we've had for Noura Al-Matrushi, the first female Emirati astronaut right here in the UAE. She actually came out and had a lot to say about this amazing opportunity. And we're going to be telling you all about it in just a few moments. Coming up on today's show as well, we're going to be talking about Google building support for digital COVID-19 vaccine cards into Android phones. I think this is very exciting news for anyone who owns an Android phone. Yes, and we're also talking about a Wally Funk, which is a trailblazing female pilot and how she will join Jeff Bezos on his space flight. Now, we do know that uh, Jeff Bezos does want to go to space with his brother, and we do know he did bid a seat for that flight and does look like Wally Funk actually got that seat. Yes, indeed. In the world of app sauce is happening as well as we discuss Twitter and their new privacy check-in that's going to be allowing users to hide their accounts from searches. Is this going to be another feature that's going to flop or will it have some success and we're talking into it? Yeah, and we're also talking about a robot that him or it and I have in common. This robot likes to eat trash. I like to eat trash too. Oh when I have my open days, you know, I like to go crazy, get a nice big All pizza, mm-hmm. you know, some donuts, some Cinnabons. Oh my God, I'm getting hungry already. But <laughs> we're talking about Jellyfish Bot, which is a robot that does like to eat sea trash. We do know that the sea is unfortunately very polluted and there's a lot of trash there. So we have a robot for you guys today that will be cleaning this sea with its mouth. We got a lot in store today, ladies and gentlemen. Keep Pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. A few months ago, we saw the first or the, actually the second round of national UAE astronauts Go ahead and appear for everyone to know who were the chosen ones. Noura Al-Matrushi and Mohammed Al-Mullah have actually appeared for the first time since joining the UAE space team yesterday. And I'm very excited to share what especially Noura Al-Matrushi had to say since she is Space Travel's first female Arab trainee. They both appeared yesterday at a press conference in Dubai and they had a lot to share about the accomplishments that the UAE has had in the space sector. Noura Al-Matrushi is actually only 28 years old and Mohammed Ahmed Al-Mullah is 33 years old and they were actually confirmed back in April as the latest members of the country's growing space industry and space sector mm-hmm. and all the achievements that they have to accomplish. Yes, and uh, we're looking at them being very young now. Uh, we do know NASA kind of likes to pick the 35 and over, you know, yeah. when it does come to astronauts. But Noura Al-Matrushi uh, is 28 years old and Mohamed Al-Mullah is 33. And that announcement was made by Sheikh Mohammed Bar Rashid Al-Maktoum, who is the vice president and ruler of Dubai. And he did say the pair would raise the name of the UAE in the sky. 
Now, these two are now the colleagues of Hazal Mansouri, who is the first Emirati in space, and Sultan Al Niyadi. Now, these two were chosen from 4,305 Emiratis who did apply, including 1,400 female applicants. Now, for Noor Al Matrushi, this is obviously a giant leap forward for womankind. Now, she did say that securing selection was the realization of a childhood dream. Now, we don't we do know as children, mm. we had a lot of dreams, you know. Uh, I had a dream to be a police officer, believe <laughs> it or not. I liked action. You know, yeah. I never imagined myself to be where I am today, but for some other people, astronauts, firefighters, doctors, uh, doctors actors, and for Nora, it was to be an astronaut in space. And I know a lot of people who kind of far-fetched the idea. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time in the Arab world, this it was, was far-fetched. It was yeah. a very far-fetched idea. I mean, you want to go to space with the football, you know? It's like you want it's, it's a very it's kind of even as a joke, you yeah. know, and uh, to, to space. But now the UAE has made it possible for Emiratis to go to space and to be astronauts, and that alone is an accomplishment having a way to go and be like, hey, I can achieve my dream as being an astronaut. Absolutely. And when she talked about that young dream of hers, she said that she first started dreaming of becoming an astronaut back when her teacher in kindergarten asked her to build a tent. She actually pretended that that tent that she was building was a spacecraft that was taking her to the moon. And since then, she's been extremely passionate about becoming an astronaut. She worked in the oil and gas field for several for several years, but her main dream was to become an astronaut. And that dream never, ever went away so now that she accomplished a dream that she felt was so big she's looking at accomplishing and dreaming even bigger so space agencies are currently making a lot of progress when it comes to gender equality it started out with nasa when they went ahead and chose two female astronauts to actually go out on a mission and that was after a very long time and a big period a gap since female astronauts Mm -hmm. actually went to outer space because the space exploration industry has actually been Mm male-dominated since the early days in the 1960s. Yeah, and as of 2020 so far, more than 550 astronauts who had gone to space, only 65 of them were women. Now, the selection of the two new astronauts does have actually a reflection on the UAE's focus on equal opportunities for women. And we do know right here in the UAE it is very fair and safe. And um, there is a lot of equal opportunities for women. Now, Mr. Mullah is actually the youngest pilot at Dubai Police and has been flying helicopters at the force for many years. Now, he is also looking forward to being part of the UAE space team. And again, when these applicants apply to become the next uh, the next astronauts to go to space, the Emirati astronauts, yeah. uh, the background was very wide, right? Mm-hmm. They said, hey, you can have any type of background except you need to have one, two, three, four, yeah. right? And we're looking at uh, Noura, she had she was in the oil and gas industry. Yes. Um, Mullah is, 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 um, was a pilot at the Dubai police force and he was flying helicopters. So it does kind of show you that... You don't have to you don't have study to, something specific. Sp- uh, I think it's called um, aerodynamics, yeah. right? You don't have to study that. You don't have to study space. You can be anything and they will teach you all of that. Yes, indeed. Now, the big question that everyone wants an answer for, when will Noura Al-Matrushi and Hamad al actually be ready for their space mission. Now, both astronauts are actually going to have to undergo extensive training before they're ready to etch their names in history alongside Major Hazza Al-Mansouri, 
who spent eight days at the International Space Station back in September of 2019. So we're looking at both of them completing, first off, their 30-month training and then they'll go ahead and be considered for space missions. However, they are definitely going to be the next candidates for mm-hmm. any near future flights, whether that was to the moon or even to the red planet. Yes, let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Do you want to become an astronaut as well? <laughs> and uh, let us know your dreams right here on Future Talk. We are the land of dreams. What and if, what if... What if you could run away and become a pilot. This is Youth by Troy Sivan. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Google today and how they're actually bringing COVID cards to Android phones that do show whether or not you have had a vaccine or have been tested for the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Now, Google does say that that data is not shared by Google with its various services or even third parties, and it is not actually used for targeting ads. Now, we do know that Google is bringing these digital documents or COVID documents, which is called COVID card, to Android phones and tablets. Now, right here in the UAE, we've been having kind of a digital service for quite a while now at Hassan app and Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE, they do use that app to move in and out of Abu Dhabi and in Abu Dhabi as well. If you got to go to the mall or the restaurant or whatever place you that do require a uh, a, 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 a negative COVID uh, PCR test. Now, we're looking at how this is the new normal, right? Mm-hmm. We do need to have these uh, cards everywhere, right? Yeah. It's not only in the UAE, but around the world to make moving a lot more easier. And China was on top of that in the beginning of the pandemic, where they had an app where if you were positive, you couldn't go out. And if you were negative, yeah, the QR codes. And if you were negative, you could move freely. Yes, indeed. Now, this new feature is actually part of what Android usually calls the Passes API. So it's basically usually used for loyalty cards. It's, It's very similar to the wallet feature on iPhones. It would contain your airport boarding passes. It would contain your... Um, any vaccination or test statuses. So they're embedding a lot of it into the pay- the passes API, which I think is just intelligent because it's a system that it's already embedded. People are already using it for important documents. So might as well go ahead and add vaccination cards and test statuses on it. So starting today, developers from healthcare organizations, government agencies, and different organizations that are authorized by the public health authorities will be distributing all COVID vaccines and or tests, the vaccination reports will be accessed through that API so that this way you can have a digital version of your COVID vaccine vaccination report or your PCR test information. Now, once the digital COVID card is saved on your device, it can be accessed very easily through a shortcut on your home screen, as long as the device is using an Android 5 operating system or anything later. Mm -hmm. Now, we do know privacy is a very big issue nowadays when it does come to technology, and a lot of people um, don't want their things being synced or shared on different apps or different devices. Now, the information does not actually sync across devices and Google kind of uh, reaffirmed that and the user does have to actually manually input it if they are using multiple phones or tablets and Google also does add to that saying that it does not actually retain a copy 
of the user's COVID vaccination or even test information. Mm -hmm. So it's all locally. It's not in the cloud. It's not in anything. It's all in your phone. Uh, the only thing that they have done is gave you a medium or a platform to put uh, those details in and show it as a professional way. Uh, I do believe that this is a very great um, app because or or feature. I don't yeah, want to call it an app. I want to call it a feature because it's, it's embedded within the wallet or within, API within Android. Now, again, we're looking at this becoming the new normal, right? Yeah. Um, I so far I haven't been to Abu Dhabi in, a, in about a year, oh, wow. right? Yeah, I haven't been to Abu Dhabi in a while, but I do already know because I have friends and family in Abu Dhabi that going around feels much safer now because you yeah. know that if I'm going to go to restaurant A and watch uh, the Euro 2020 final I'm tested I'm, I'm tested and the people with me inside are tested as well so we're all negative right and we're all can have a good time we can watch the match and again we need to adapt to this new normal where yes you do need to get tested every couple of months or every couple of days or even weeks and yes you do need to get vaccinated and a lot of people are still kind of on the fence when it does come to the vaccine i'm not a person that's going to be belittle them for that but again get with the system hmm. this is how it's going to be and you can't actually really complain because it's for the safety of others and most importantly for the safety of yourself let us know what are your thoughts are you gonna go ahead and try it out it's very easy to access um sadly right now it's not available in the uae however it will be coming to the uae very soon it's available in the u.s yes. and multiple different countries so we're looking at it mm. hopefully becoming available very very soon yes. coming up on today's show we still have lots in store mm. as we talk about Welly Funk, who is actually the lucky, I'm not going to say winner, because he definitely paid a hefty price for, oh, mm. she had to pay a hefty price for uh, her her place on the space flight with Jeff Bezos. Keep yes. us on five locked. We'll and, be right back. And Omnia, we did tell the listeners to text in at 4215, and we have Ali texting us all the way from Abu Dhabi. Shout yes. out to Ali <laughs> saying, yes, he does feel a lot safer in Abu Dhabi, mm -hmm. going in and out and knowing that he is safe and tested and the people around him. Big shout out to you, Ali. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in Abu Dhabi and uh, you want to tell us your experience, our text lines are open. We're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're not done with space just yet. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Jeff Bezos had a very big challenge for everyone who wanted to try out outer space. There was one seat with him and his brother. And that one seat was definitely, it cost an arm and a leg. It was very, very expensive. $250,000. Yes, $250,000. And we now know who that lucky, lucky person is. Let's just say she's not as young as I thought she'd be. She's actually 82. Wally Funk, she is a female pilot who will be joining Jeff Bezos on his space flight. And she will become the oldest person ever to go to outer space. Yes, now, before the break, in the beginning, during uh, the top of the hour, you guys were telling you that Texas in at 4215, let us know if you want to be the next astronaut or even join Jeff Bezos on his flight to space. Mm. And our text lines have been booming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we got Khaled Tarawi texting us in all the way from Sharjah saying, hey, I want to be the next <laughs> astronaut. And Khaled, if you got $250,000, why not? We'll get you in with Jeff Bezos on <laughs> that flight to space. Now, uh, she's 82 years old. 82. I mean, 82. she the, just goes to show you're never too old for anything. The thing is, or the question that does come to mm. mind, 
is how will she go with the training? Will she handle it? Will she handle the training? Because we do know there's a lot of G-forces. There's a lot of speed, mm. velocity, and True. very intense training. And again, at a very old age, 82, I mean, how will she handle that? Now, we do know all the way back in 1961. What were you doing in 1961, Omnia? I wasn't even born, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even born either. And she was at 21 years old, and she became very famous mm. for the Mercury 13, which did make it through the Woman in Space program, which was led by NASA astronaut physician Dr. Randy Lovelace, and she actually made it through there. So this is not her first rodeo. Mm. She's been here before. Yes, but what's sad is back in the 1960s, she actually wanted to become an astronaut and she was prevented because of who she was, because she was a female and not a male. She was actually prevented from being an astronaut, which is exactly why Jeff Bezos, he was intrigued by her story. And he decided that, you know what, if anyone went ahead and belittled you because you're just a woman who wanted to go to space, I'm going to have you join me as well. Of course, she had to pay the full price. There were no discounts. But on July 20, she will be joining Mr. Bezos and his brother, Mark Bezos. And she's going to be one of the first people to fly in a Blue Origin rocket and capsule. Mm -hmm. The mission will be a short flight. It's going to be the rocket will be rising above a 62 mile threshold, generally regarded as the beginning of space before returning back to Earth. Yes. Now, I'm really excited to see how this actually plays out. Now, we do know that there was a race to space back when it was going to the moon. And now we have another race to space, but commercial space flights where people yeah. can make a profit out of it. And that is going to become a new normal. Now, at 82 years old, I do believe she was chosen, Omnia. Yeah. To show that it doesn't matter what age you're at. Obviously, Jeff Bezos is a marketing fanatic, <laughs> right? Amazon is great at what they do. He wants to capture the headlines. He wants you know? to capture the headlines. And 82 years old is not a young age, mm -hmm. my mashallah. So, again, it's going to be marketing because you know, we do know a lot of billionaires are old. So, <laughs> so they do want to catch the eyes of a lot of billionaires. And, again, be attractive to the people who got deep pockets. I like, though, you know, what I like about this story is that Jeff Bezos is actually fighting a lot of knows that she has received so when she actually applied to for nasa to become an astronaut four times and guess what she was denied every single time and the answer was very simple they told her well you're a girl you can't do that yeah i mean again we do need to fight the norms and we were just talking about uh, a couple of minutes ago yeah that gender equality right we need to have equal opportunities for women and again jeff bezos has hit that one out of the park he has won the hearts of many and has won the PR <laughs> battle. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about Twitter. Our text lines are open. We're giving shout-outs all day today, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. We want a good time. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking all about Twitter today. And ladies and gentlemen, the text messages don't stop coming, believe it or not. Now, before the break, we were talking about Jeff Bezos and we were talking about how um, he is a marketing fanatic. Yeah. You know, and he's very good when it does to come to PR. And mm -hmm. we did text tell you guys to text us in at 4215 and tell us what do you guys think about Jeff Bezos and his marketing scheme. Now, 
first of all, we have Ali Ahmed texting us in, mm-hmm. and he just graduated, I believe, two days ago. Believe it or not, yes, congratulations! Graduated from the University of Sharjah, and he, believe it or not, studied mm-hmm. business marketing. Okay. So he's telling <laughs> me that apparently they studied a case study. On, on Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos and how good of a marketer he is I mean, when it ex- does come to Amazon. Explains why he left Amazon for Washington Post. Yeah, and he telling me that it is straight from the book. And we would like to thank you, Ali Ahmed. You know, uh, congratulations. And apparently he is now uh, a, uh, a specialist in marketing. Ooh. And uh, he's in <laughs> analysis as well. So we'd like to thank you, Ali. It was great. but uh, I think if Jeff is listening, he should possibly consider hiring him. Hire him, him. <laughs> for the Washington Post. Why not? But today's we're talking about also Twitter's privacy check-in, which is going to let users hide their accounts from searches. And believe it or not, Omnia, mm. for the first time, I'm with this update. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I didn't hear that one right. I'm with playing. this update. Is this 2021? It's 2021 and Is finally... Is this Hannibal Khiz that I'm listening and tw- I'm hearing saying that he's with this update? Twitter needs to do it. I mean... Twitter th- needs to do it. Again, there's finally an update that is worthy enough to be attractive to the public. Now, with Twitter, they've actually shared a couple of new ideas regarding user privacy. And the privacy check-in feature was one that gained a lot of traction. You know, a lot of people may be wondering, what is it all about? It would basically allow you to stay more secure on your platform. So it's a way to hide your account from appearing on other people's searches. And this is especially important if someone is being harassed or, you know, being followed, etc. So this feature would take every user through a series of questions. It helps them think about how public or how private they want to be on the platform. And one example would be they could choose whether everyone can see their tweets or not. Yeah. Omnia, you got a funny bone today. Yes, I don't know why. (laughs) I want to laugh too. (laughs) You know why? (laughs) I remembered something. What? Yesterday, um, I was talking to our... (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. I was talking to our head of production. Yes. And I was texting him and he has a really bad habit of constantly like jump giving me jump scares. Yes. <laughs> and yesterday I was WhatsApping him about like podcasts and stuff. And even when he's not physically there, I still got jump scared. <laughs> Do tell us how you got jump scared on me. I skipped a step and I almost You fell. skipped a step? Yes, and I almost fell on my face. So oh. there goes that. Well, we'd like to thank Head of Production for scaring Omnia even when she's in the comfort and safety Literally. of her own home. So that's how when I saw him, I remember. Yeah, he's giving us the thumbs up right now. Uh, big shout out to Head of Production. Vikas. Vikas Mulchandani. I yes. like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> and going back and talking about the Twitter story. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Twitter is a very public place. And a lot of people don't want to kind of publicize their tweets. Mm. And it's actually an ongoing joke in the Twitter community where when someone finds your Twitter and you have to act like it's not you. Oh, God. Right? Because a lot of people, again, I've talked about it before, they go by a different alias. Yeah, I was just going to say. They, For example... Uh, different I, persona. I love I love football, for example, right? CR7Hanny124, right? So you don't want people don't to want, know that this is you. I don't want to know it's me, Hanny Belkis, so I'll go by a different name. Just because I don't want it to be associated with my own personality or my True. own personal views. And with Twitter kind of hiding 
your account it does go it does actually make it very comfortable for a lot of people mm -hmm. and you know some people obviously again they don't really care how public their account is but a lot of people do care because you know twitter a lot of people use it as a personal diary you know yeah people say hey i'm feeling so bad today hey I, it's just like an talk, outlet right yeah. it's an outlet they let they, they vent there i mean uh, some people vent in front of thousands. Some people want to vent in front of 40 people. Mm -hmm. And if your account is public, anyone, and I can go right now, write mm -hmm. whatever name I want, and I can view their tweets even if I don't follow them, mm -hmm. even if I don't know who they are personally, just by using that search function. So I do believe that new Twitter concept is very, very, very good. Yeah. And they're on the right path so far. We've been talking about Twitter a lot in the coming in the past couple couple of months because Twitter does want to be more attractive to the youth. They want to uh, yeah. they, they want to attract more and keep their current users and I do believe they're doing everything right even though I do kind of I'm on the fence with a couple of other things. Well, at least we've got you on board with this feature. Now, not only is it helpful when it comes to you know, ha allowing someone to search you up on Twitter, but it's also helpful when it comes to sending direct messages and tagging in photos. So now you can even pick and choose who gets to tag you in photos and who can actually send you DMs, which I think is actually interesting because it will cut down on a lot of the hate yes, that yes, a lot of yes, influencers yes. and yeah, and harassers get. as well. Yes, yeah, I mean that is a big issue. Unfortunately, Twitter's community is deemed one of the toxic, if mm. not most toxic, social media platform there is. And I don't want to get into that one because I have a couple of views on that one. <laughs> but let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the shout-outs don't stop today. It's Thursday. Mm -hmm. We're trying to have a good time. We're trying to <laughs> kickstart this weekend with a lot of good and fun vibes. And this is Charlie Puth, done for me. You know what is done for me? What is that? This week. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m. It's the weekend, it is summer, and everyone wants to get their tan on. The favorite destination of a lot of people, including myself, is the beach. And no one likes to see trash in the water or even on the shore. Yes. It's just, it ruins such a beautiful scenery, you know? Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> it's the funny bone, ladies and gentlemen, today. <laughs> What's going on? I Omnia? don't know what's going on. Omnia, every couple of months, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. there's a show where she's just very happy and, very and, 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 and her funny bone starts kicking in. Anyway, so I was. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the beach, okay? And one of. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things that sucks about going to the beach is that there's a lot of garbage and there's a lot of pollution at yes. the beach. And. Today, Omnia brought us a jellyfish bot. My favorite. Or her fi I don't like jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Omnia, I don't know, she's contradicting herself. No, and no, then no. She, she calls I mean out her, herself. <laughs> hey, my favorite type <laughs> is the jellyfish. I actually don't like jellyfish at all. I like what they look like. I hate that the fact that they stink. Do you know uh, uh, jam comes from jellyfish? What? Yeah, j like the jam you spread on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It comes from the jellyfish. No way. Yes. No way. Yeah, Google it. No. <laughs> <laughs> where, no. Where, where else would it come from, Omnia? What do you mean? It's preservatives. They're not going to come from jellyfish. Yeah, they squeeze the jellyfish, Omnia. No way. Yeah, protect our jellyfishes. But this jellyfish bot is protecting what, wait, one us. One second. Wait, one second. 
She's going to Google it. Yes. While she Googles it, the jellyfish bot actually protects us. It protects the environment as it is a bot that will eat the trash in the sea. Now, top of the hour, I told you me and this jellyfish bot have a lot in common. I like to eat trash as well. And by trash, I mean junk See, food. I swear, I'm so gullible with you. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I know it's not. Yeah, no comment. Yeah, and I bet, no the, comment. <laughs> I bet the listeners were facepalming themselves. He's just lying, okay? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, all right, it's it's, it's for uh, entertainment purposes mm-hmm. only. Okay. Just to kind of get your mind going so you Phoebe can... Phoebe and Jelly, huh? So you can forget about the funny bone you <laughs> have. <laughs> I'm right. done. I'm done uh, the, laughing. The, the vibes today, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It's Thursday. Again, we are really happy. Now, well, tourists visiting a picture square port at Cassis, which is in southern France, often do see an unedifying sight, which is obviously a horrible sight. Yeah. It's plastic bags, discarded drink bottles, and even used surgical masks, which we use to protect ourselves against COVID-19. Yeah. And unfortunately, once someone is done with these masks, what do they do? They throw it in the sea. Well, the robot that's called Fred is actually out there trying to help clear the waters. So Fred is made from a nonprofit organization known as Clear Blue, and he is a prototype trash collecting robot. So it's a marine technology that was actually based in the Netherlands. And they previously developed a robot that is known as the Waste Shark. I love that name. Mm-hmm. But over time, they decided to create an update. And that update was the Jellyfish Bot. He's actually operating in about 15 French ports. One of them being Singapore, Japan, Norway. And now they're planning to expand worldwide. What I love about this Jellyfish Bot is that it's going to keep our seas clean. Mm-hmm. But what makes me a little bit worried is that humans are going to be now even more lazy yes even more lazy and again there's kind of like an, an, a very bad habit Omnia, yeah. that someone is always going to clean after me I hate right? that so much a lot of people you know this is their job for example the cleaners on the road Just, cleaners at work everywhere and, and think about it these cleaners one of them could be like the age of your dad so yeah. whatever it is that you're leaving behind someone who is as valuable as your dad is to you is having to lean down and pick up your yeah, own Yeah, and what is their defense for that? That's what they get paid for. But Come ladies on. and gentlemen, uh, again, I'm telling you, our text lines are jumping today. Yeah. We got Ahmed Faiz texting, mm-hmm. us, <laughs> texting us in and saying he sides with Omnia, mm. right? He's saying today is a very happy day. Funny Bone, he's, he's, he's been laughing all the, throughout the whole segment. And he's saying he really likes how Omnia is taking today's Thursday as a very funny and exciting (laughs) Thursday. So shout out to Ahmed Faiz. Shout out Uh, to you. Yeah, we do appreciate you. We appreciate your insight. And he does say, again, that pollution is is a very bad thing to do. You know, and again, climate change is also very real. And global warming is also very real. We don't have to go and and talk about that. But um, the things around us do show. I mean, we're talking about Canada. And did you know, Omnia, mm. that yesterday the country of Kuwait was at 70 Celsius? I heard. Can you imagine that 70 Celsius? I mean, if at 50 and 60, you could basically <laughs> fry an egg. What about 70? And yesterday, uh, the UAE did speculate that we were going to go to 47. Oh my yesterday. god! Yesterday, well, I, I don't. I didn't actually check on it. I think mm. uh, I think the max I saw was around 44. Man. So I mean, again, we're looking at very hot weathers, and it could be from pollution. It could be from climate global. There's a lot of factors that go yeah. in, and again, it's a fight for everyone. 
And I think the main moral from this story and every other story that we've heard about pollution, always leave the place better than you found it. That mm. applies everywhere, whether it's the beach, whether it's the park, whether it's your house, whether it's your workplace. Don't leave it worse than what you found it. And if anything, you found it in, an, in a very nice condition, mm. leave it in that condition. And even if you went to the beach and there was already trash, Don't let your trash add up to that. Yeah. Uh, add up to that. Omnia, let's say uh, you come to my house, right? Yeah. And we're having a we're having a night. We're look. We're all everyone from work is here. We're watching the game, right? Yeah. And you ate, for example, a bag of chips. Are you gonna leave the bag of chips on the table? Oh, that's that's yeah. gonna be a whole other rude. You're movement. not gonna do it. Why? No. Because you're a guest. Exactly. Right. This world. We are guests in this world. We're not gonna stay forever. You're a guest when you go to the beach. Clean up after yourself. I mean, if you're in your own home and your own personal space and you want to li- live in a, in, a, in, in a mess, that's up to you. Yeah. But again, outside, you're a guest anywhere. Especially right? when it's nature. I mean, Especially when it's nature, mother nature. It. Again, so we do need to clean up after ourselves. And unfortunately, we have to res- kind of resort to bots and mm-hmm. people picking up after ourselves because we kind didn't of... do it. We, we, we don't do it. And we derail from the fact that we are guests everywhere. If we're not in our own home, we are a guest in the hallway of our building. Exactly. You wouldn't want to leave garbage in the hallway. You wouldn't want to leave garbage. I, I just drank a bottle of water. I'm not going to leave it right here and wait for someone to pick it up. I'm going to throw it in the just garbage. Just throw it before you leave. Again, not, I, 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 someone can come and throw it away for me, but as self-human decency, you know, you don't want people saying, hey, that's a dirty guy or a dirty True. person. And again, I feel like it's a very big matter to talk about when we're talking about pollution And, uh, I mean, even in space, we're having a problem as well as space debris. Nothing. Nothing is safe from humans. Nothing <laughs> is safe from humans, unfortunately. And, uh, again, we need to do our part in cleanup. I saw a lot of students, Omnia, from the American University of Sharjah incorporate, uh, and they did kind of side or collaborate with the University of Sharjah as well, AUS and UOS. And they went on a cleaning drive a couple yes. months ago. And they cleaned up the university city and they cleaned up the areas around it. And again, that is beautiful that we see that two universities are teaming up together to do it. But what is not beautiful, Omnia, is that they had to do it. Yeah. Why did they do it? Because someone is throwing out these garbage and throwing out these surgical masks and not taking care of the land or the area that they're in where God has given us this earth as a gift to us. Exactly. We should treat it. Likewise, I mean... And even keeping it clean, we get rewarded for that. You know, in religion, we do. Yes. We do get rewarded for cleaning up after ourselves and cleaning up after any mess that we see in front of us. And not only that, Omnia, we are kind of... Uh, we we will be uh, judged, Omnia, yeah. how we treat our own bodies. Exactly. Right? Imagine how you treat the earth. True. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, text us in at 4215, or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. What do you think about today's stories? And what is your stance on this type of matter we have today? But ladies and gentlemen, today's vibes are off the chart. What are their plans for the weekend? That's what we want to hear. Exactly. 4215, or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Let us know what your guys' thoughts are or plans for the weekend. And I do hope you guys have a very, very blessed weekend. We got one more week until the Eid holiday. Yeah. One more week. Home stretch. I am virtually... I'm on the radio waves holding your hands, ladies and gentlemen. We have our hands and hands together. And we are are going to patiently wait for the Eid holiday. Omnia will not join us next week, unfortunately. We do wish her a very safe flight. And we do wish... 
that we'll be seeing her soon. Hopefully. <laughs> and uh, since Omni is not going to be here for Eid, yeah. would you like to say Eid Mubarak? Eid Mubarak to everyone. Yes. And Eid Mubarak to you too, honey. Eid Hopefully, Mubarak to you too uh, as well. We will see each other back next month. Next month. Possibly. <laughs> All right. It looks like Omni wants to be gone for a long time. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, I think today we kind of got carried away. Yes. But well, we'll see you. Su- I'll see you Sunday. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse. 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.